Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. This is the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hello and welcome, as always, to Harnessing Happiness with myself, Sarah J. Naylor. As you know, I sponsor my own show. I am Sarah J. Naylor, as you know. (laughs) Um, But you can find me at sarahjnaylor.com and I am a coach, a performance coach. I particularly specialise on midlife coaching. But in all reality, I work with people across all aspects of their life, personally and professionally. So that's incorporating, you know, relationships and life and careers and just being in alignment with who you are. I'm personally very passionate about enabling you to live your life on purpose, fulfil your potential by tapping into your talents and your passions and really aligning that with who you are. So it was with that in mind, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to do a happy clappy about what a good coach is. I'd like to (laughs) obviously include myself into a good coach bracket because unfortunately there are a lot of people out there that sort of use the tag coach that really aren't coaches. They like to help people because they think they know how to tell somebody what to do with their life and that's not a good coach. Let me rewind. Let me let me go back a little bit in terms of my life and my career and how I arrived at coaching and why it certainly aligns with me and why I why I really love it so much and why you know if you ever get the opportunity to do proper studies and qualifications as, as a coach I would employ you to do that or encourage you to do it because it takes you on a proper journey of self-discovery even if you only ever use the skills on a personal level as opposed to you know incorporating it into business you know in terms of setting yourself up as a coach so 35 years ago I started out in recruitment and very quickly on into my career, I realised the, the the pivotal role, the importance of the role that I played in the lives of the candidates that I was working with. You know, I was always very aware of asking the right questions to find out the right information from, from them about what they enjoyed doing, what they wanted to do. And likewise with, with clients, you know, finding out about their businesses and the roles that they were recruiting for and what they looked for and what was sort of typical to their department. What was their sort of, I guess the word these days is avatar, you know, what kind of person fitted into their community, their their tribe, their workplace, the best, you know, what kind of personality? Because the thing is, you know what, we're all different. And, you know, and I've had these conversations with candidates over the years that have got frustrated when they're not, they haven't been accepted for jobs or not. Oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm right for that role. There's going to be a reason that you're not right for that role. Whether you think that you are the right person for the job and the company should employ you or not, it's about letting that go. Because, yes, you might feel that you are the right person, but the company invariably know what's right for them. And if you're going to try and push yourself into their organisation and force them into employing you, then you're doing something, you're pushing against something and energetically it's not right. I mean, that's a po- another podcast in itself, but, and it's just a side issue to what I'm talking about right now. But it's really understanding that, you know, we are all different, we are all unique and what your perception is of what is the right opportunity for you or not. There's a whole sort of philosophy attached to that, which means that, you know, just because you feel that that is the right 
route for you doesn't mean to say that is what you've effectively signed up in this lifetime for and so therefore you know that route is being blocked and it maybe you're not supposed to go down that route for all nature of different reasons because let's face it if you talk about that sliding door moment you know when you sort of go through a door or when you don't go and what 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 you know, is on the other side it can be different in in seconds if you know from when you walk out your front door if you change your pattern of behaviour from one day to the next, you know, you're likely to see different people when you go out and do things at different times. It's all about those things that all fall into place and the synchronicity of it all. Going back to sort of recruitment, I've always been mindful. I've always wanted to listen. I've always wanted to make sure I help people find the right role for them. And likewise, I used to say I get behind the eyes of my clients and understand what it is they were looking for. What did they see? What was it they were going to jump out at them on a CV? What do they want? and enabling all that to happen and facilitating it all it's always I've just yeah I've always really enjoyed it you know and it's very satisfying when you help somebody along their career and also when you see their careers progress and those candidates you placed in junior roles many years ago are now clients and it's yeah it's, it's great love all of that so then if we fast forward a couple of decades <laughs> and I qualified as a coach in 2012 with the intention of actually moving away from recruitment ironically I went on such a journey that it then encouraged me to set up my own business, actually. I, I was already self-employed as a recruitment consultant working on behalf of other businesses back in 2009. But in 2012, I qualified, say, as a coach and started up my coaching practice, which was then known as Live Love Life Coaching. And it was a very successful website, actually. And maybe in hindsight, perhaps, although I don't do regret, I maybe ought to have kept it going because the algorithm on it was really good. And I got a lot of my business through from people finding my website and contacting me and then I decided to write a book having obviously already set up my recruitment business and I changed everything anyway that's another story for another day but uh, yeah so in 2012 I qualified 2014 I set up my recruitment business but I've also continued to work as a coach along the way so coming back round to what makes a good coach because I've gone on a very long trajectory but I hope you see that when I was in recruitment I was already integrating elements of what makes a good coach back then because when I went on my journey it was you know it was a long a lot of study I was quite like oh my gosh when I signed up but being a good coach is somebody who listens who creates that safe supportive non-judgmental environment for your client to explore their thoughts their ideas their solutions to because because actually we all have the answers from within a coach asks they don't tell they ask really lovely sort of you know how do you go about doing that let's in fact let's let's do a quick synopsis so I could be saying maybe you've come to me and you you've got something that you want to resolve a goal you want to achieve so I might say to you okay well how can you go about doing that who do you know that might be able to help you with that within your network? What options do you have? How can you make that happen? Where do the people that you need to connect with hang out? Why we don't tend to use, that's quite controversial. It can be sometimes used if you really want to sort of push, but it's to be used very, very mindfully. Because actually, if I said to you, well, why aren't you doing that already? You'd go, oh, <laughs> take a bit of a step back and go, hmm, I feel a bit defensive now. Well, why shouldn't you? <laughs> So what a good coach wants to do is to facilitate the solutions that you already have from within. You, through the the open questions, when I work with my clients, it's wonderful because I hear them processing verbally out loud. And when you do that, when you actually enable that to happen with a coaching client and your client is, and then you, let's say you're my coaching client and you are able to verbalise 
what perhaps if you verbalise to family or friends who then might go, oh, you want to do this, you want to do that. You need to find the solution yourself because you do have the answers. A good coach is going to help you on that journey to find those solutions. It's not for me or for any other coach to go, right, well, you need to go and do X, Y and Z, then that will happen. No, it's about you uncovering those solutions, but a good coach asking you the right questions to help you navigate, to help you find that information from within, which you've already got those answers. And actually it's providing that space. It's not jumping in with with words and wanting to sort of circumnavigate. It's allowing you to just go inward and think and explore and talk. I've had coaching clients that just, they just talk. They just come in and talk and it's almost like an offloading it's like needing to get everything out because once everything's out you can start to explore i hope that's just given you some sort of insight into how a good coach behaves because unfortunately there are a lot of people out there that have jumped on the coach bandwagon and you know they might have a coaching certificate that they've done a coaching qualification online for a tenor or something like that and it's not. It's a, it's complex and you have to be very mindful that you are working with somebody and their life. A coaching client has to be, when you, when you work with somebody as a coach, that client has to be ready to bring about change. They have to have something that they actually want to achieve. They have to want to engage with somebody that's going to help them achieve that. Because actually, do you know what? We could all benefit from having a coach in our life uh, because actually having the opportunity to explore stuff is really rather, rather empowering. And on that note, I will bid you farewell for this um, happy clappy episode. Thank you for listening. Um, I've been Sarah J. Naylor. This has been Harnessing Happiness. If you've enjoyed the episode, please do download, review, rate, whatever you do over on your platform. And let's keep spreading happiness across the globe. Take care. And if you want to find me, I'd love to hear from you. Um, Sarah J. Naylor is my website. Sarah's, or should I say sarahjnaylor.com is my website. And you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also contact me at hello at sarahjnaylor.com. Lots of love from me. Take care and goodbye until next time. Goodbye. That was the Happy Clappy Soundbite. Hear full-length episodes of the Harnessing Happiness podcast released every Tuesday. And for more exclusive content from Sarah, just visit sarahjnaylor.com.